We are live, ladies and gentlemen, for a brand new episode of the G Meeker MMA Show, episode 131. It's it's crazy because um, I said we'd be back next week, but we're actually back today. It's because I have some time off and I, <laughs> I wanted to talk on the podcast, but we're back, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, and um, got some things to talk about that. Quite honestly, I actually almost lost access to all my files for this podcast, so I had to um, I had to do some research. I had to I had to send an email to the people that I that I um, to the anchor people, the people that that produce the app that I that I do the G Meeker MMA show off of. I had to um, reach out to them and have them send me my password for this account because I had I had no idea what the account password was because I had never logged out. I, I had I had wanted to use like the um I had wanted to use um use anchor on my a different device rather than what I was using it on and and I didn't even know the fucking password so I wasn't even able to sign in. I wasn't able to access any of that stuff so I had to wait a little bit. But um anyways what I was gonna say was I had recorded a whole entire episode Basically talking about the whole entire Keaton Jones situation and his mother, his racist mother. I basically just highlighted for you guys basically down. Uh, uh, we don't know that's the thing. We just don't know. We don't know what's behind. We don't know what to believe. And that's what I'm saying as a society. As putting this all together, it's like, wow, these people just played us. Now we just made these people famous. So it's like we just made these people famous off of us reacting in the ways we're reacting and believing what we want to believe. It's just the fact is, this mother, this little boy, the sister, they all got everyone in America talking about them. They've, they've made over $60,000. I think 60, yeah, it was like around $60,000 due to what, um, you know, this the outpour, you know, the reaching out of the celebrities, people donating. But my question was like, what was it? What, what were they donating to? We, I, I never figured that out. Like, what was they gonna give it to the family? Are they gonna do that? They're just gonna uh, take the money and you know continue to live life like nothing happened. No, they're gonna get endorsements now. They're gonna get. Um, I feel like they're gonna get like you know people are gonna get more attention, more interviews, and and, and all that. I and mean, we don't know. But I just seen the chilling video by Joe Schilling. Um, a little bit earlier that spread some more information that he still believes that he didn't talk to her. You know, he said something about like, uh, he said something about the mom, the mom's husband. And, uh, I guess she was like, like racist or something like that too. And, um, man, he was racist and he, he was in jail or for something or I don't know, some, some crazy shit. So this story keeps unfolding and it keeps it keeps expanding and it's nowhere near being over like it's just the, this is just the beginning like this is one of the this is what makes everything in america so interesting because everything that we face in america it, it, it doubles up so like if something happens if trump does something that nobody likes if he says something if he if he talks about something oh nobody everyone's gonna react the whole entire planet's gonna react people that aren't even in the fucking united states are gonna react they're gonna have their opinions they're gonna do this they're gonna do that so that's what as american people as people in america 
everyone tends to overreact to a lot of things. They tend to put their thinking caps on. That's smart. Most definitely depends on and you know depends on the situation and what you're looking at. But like all these other people tend to overreact. You know, we're all deeply looking into the situation with Keaton Jones. We're all deeply looking at this thing with her, his mother. Now they have all the attention in the world, like I was saying, and now they have an opportunity to make even more money just off of this stupid shit. I mean, look, if you look at the video, now that Joe was making a point about this, you know, if you look at it, it looks like, it looks like you know, it, it was staged, you know, because she's asking him all the right questions. It wasn't like, you know, he just got in the car and he was like, oh, mom, I'm being bullied. You know, it's like, okay, son, what happened? Why were they bullying you? Tell them what they did to you at lunch. If you pay attention to it like that, it's like... It, don't be stupid, guys. Like, basically, just look at what the video has in front of you. And the thing is, not, not only just, not not only are these people going to get famous now because of this shit, it's going to be because, like, all that money. So, the dude behind the, the fucking uh, account from New Jersey, he's, he's from New Jersey, and, um, like... He he wanted to help Keaton. Okay, so he's, that money goes to them. Okay, all right. Say it goes to them. Say it's not under investigation because the mom was racist. I heard someone say something like that, but okay, the money goes to them. What what happens now? What they get they get they get all this money from around the world? You know, watching the video from the first time I ever seen it was when Dana White posted it. Like like I was saying earlier. Uh, oh, I said I said yesterday on the on the episode, but um, you know, I was looking at this video and I was like, dude, this this doesn't add up. No, you know, Keaton Jones is. A very smart boy who gets bullied. I'd like to have him at UFC headquarters or something like that. You know, he it's it's like you're, they're talking about him like he's in a book or something, or 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 Wikipedia. Look up Keaton Jones. It's like Keaton Jones is a boy who gets bullied and he's very smart. It looks like a little like fucking a biography, a little mini biography about who he is. It's like you know they're telling the story about how he gets bullied and you know tell him what they did to you today. You already know, bitch. Don't act like you're surprised. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. This is staged. For a lot of people that don't realize it, it's staged. It feels stupid. It makes us feel stupid now because we're all talking about it. Now, God forbid, if she's right in the end, I will backtrack all my words. But I'm not backtracking anything right now at all because this is pointless. It's stupid and and... You know, everyone got played. No one's talking. No one's talking about any of the other things that's going on. I mean, look at that thing, that, that slave trade going on in Libya. That's crazy. But that's not our problem. That's not in the United States. But still, is a a ter terror, uh, not a terror, terrific thing. It's a it's a it's a, um, a horrific thing. That's the thing. It's a horrific thing to see innocent civilians, innocent people around the world that are that are being auctioned off like wild animals. That's a that's a terror terrible thing to see, and and it's it's that's one of the biggest problems. There, you know, people committing suicide and all that. You know, I made I made a, a, a amazing episode where I talked about it basically like the whole entire time. And, and, you know, I, I, I've got to be honest with you, seeing these things about his mom, and I, you know, did kind of make me backtrack what I said, because, you know, it could be all one of those bigger, uh, it could be a big, uh, you know, it could be a big scheme, you know, people could look at this and be like, oh, yeah, we played all those people, now we could feel like little idiots. I mean, here's a perfect example of a young 
child getting popular. I mean, this is the craziest shit ever. I mean, look at that girl. Danielle Bregoli, the girl that was on that. She came on the Dr. Phil show. And, and then after that, she was famous. She became famous off of Dr. Phil because she schooled Dr. Phil. I guess she was just so disrespectful. She came off of as, as a little girl that was just so damn disrespectful the whole entire time. And, um, you know, people thought, damn, this girl is doing that to Dr. Phil on my television. You never know. People watch that channel all the time that Dr. Phil's on. That, that, that channel's, that channel, you get it on free national television. So she gets famous off of that. Now you see her in rap videos. She's, she's rapping. She has all this stuff going for her. That stuff was planned. Everybody made her famous off of that shit. She's famous worldwide now. She has a million followers, over a million followers on Twitter. She's verified. She's famous. Everybody know who she, knows who she is. She's hanging out with all the celebrities that are in Hollywood, all the rappers, everybody famous that you could probably know. She's hanging out with them because we decided to make her famous off of Dr. Phil. We're the stupid ones. Just don't realize it, you know. Uh, there, there's gonna be a time in our lives where, where we, we, we should be humbled when it comes to a lot of things that we, that we do, like as a greedy society, a very greedy society, but um, a stupid society too. I'm not a part of that group, no. You know, by all means, there's a group of people. There's a bunch of people that stand out. They're great people. And we're the smart ones, and we're the ones, you know, we need to realize the problems that go around in the world and, and talk about the problems, talk about the government, talk about the corrupt police, talk about taxes, talk about everything. You know, we have those group, good people that we can talk and relate to, and God forbid, those aren't the stupid people. There's stupid people all over. There's people that don't know what they're talking about. There's, there's just a bunch of people out there that you need to find yourself and, and, and stay with as a group, as a team, categories. Basically saying, pick your company. So if you don't want to go through bullshit or hear bullshit, don't stay with people that provide bullshit. <laughs> but anyways, you know, to summarize basically what I was saying, regardless of if she's racist or not, whether or not she, whether or not Keaton's dad was a racist guy that was in the KKK or whatever the fuck it was, um, Nazis or whatever the fuck it is, a suprem white supremacist, whatever the fuck it was. I'm trying not to remember things like that, <laughs> but um, regardless of that, regardless, realistically, she's still going to get all the attention she's going to get. This will be a continuing story for people. This the story will continue to develop. It'll continue to grasp legs, and and they're going to get more fucking attention after that. It, it won't stop. It's going to continue to unfold. And when you live in this kind of society that we live in now, in, t in today's world. You know, there's so much shit happening. There's so much shit that happens here. Not not only in the, in our lives, you know, and um, at, at, in in um, in the fucking the, the world, like the whole entire world. You know, there's just so much stuff from, from shootings to killing, uh, to to uh, slave trade, to fucking missing airplanes. Damn, there's just so much shit that's, that's happening this in this fucking year. One of the craziest things to happen uh, a couple years ago, maybe like a few years ago, was the um, flight something, something. It was a Malaysian airline. Like it was an airplane full of innocent people. 
and it goes missing. And I, I stayed every single day. I went back into school and I was like, you know, uh, I was like, I want to see if this, if anything unfolds about this. And I just kept looking at it every single day. Nothing. They would look for days and days and days. And I think a few months and I eventually just found nothing. Still to this day, there's nothing. The fight's gone. They're, they don't know. Apparently, they don't know. I guarantee you somebody has to know. There has to be something. We're smarter than this as human beings. Like, just the fact is... Look at how far we've come as humans. Like we 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 have we have all these amazing things now, all the technology in the world that we have, and and yet we can't accomplish these things. You know, it feels it feels sketchy. I don't like how it feels. You know, uh, it would be nice, you know, to have a um, a little bit more of an understanding how things work around the world and uh, how how it goes. But anyways, um, what's up, ne up next on the <laughs> Jimmy Kimmerman show? Uh, we haven't had any guests on in a while, that's for sure. I was thinking about getting Dylan on, but uh, I eventually, I, I just, I feel like he was maybe he, he's busy or something or something's going on, and maybe he he can't come on the show. Uh, but I really want to get some more guests on. You know, it's. I was thinking about maybe getting Colby Covington on the show, and then maybe we can have like a. A real good podcast or something like that. Or Chris Wade. Chris Wade, the UFC lightweight. That would be a good one to have on the show. But, um... Let me see if I got any messages. I'm so glad that we got the show back online, though. I was so fucking paranoid. I was, I was smoking at the time, too. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I need to do a podcast, too. So, I didn't know, uh... I was like, I have to get this. I was like, I'll send them emails after emails after emails. I was like, can I? Can you get guys? Just give me my password so I can so I can uh, log back into my account. And I needed it to do a podcast so we could do an actual podcast. And and um, here we are. We're actually doing one. So that's fucking amazing. So I'm glad that we are back online, man. We got so much stuff. Uh, we got so much stuff left uh, to talk about for the rest of this year. We got this amazing ass fight card. Between Rafael Dos Anjos and Robbie Lawler, that should be a fantastic fight because, uh, like I like we were talking about on the podcast the other day, the, the other podcast we had the other day, um, it's just a it's a it's a who knows kind of fight, you know? Is Robbie Lawler going to be the the normal Robbie Lawler that we always have? It, that when he's just so ferocious, he just comes forward. He he doesn't stop. He's been a part of some of the best fights of all time. He's just controlled violence. It's Robbie Lawler is chaotic. It's controlled violence in like a cage. No, he he's just coming forward every single time. He's just he's ruthless. He doesn't stop. It's an excellent fight. I can't wait for it, man. It's a, it's a good fight. And, and Rafael Dos Anjos is, you know, he, he's looks so phenomenal. You know, he's one of those guys, you know, like Cerrone. You know, Cerrone did have some success early at at, at 170 pounds. But, um, you know, Rafael Dos Anjos went up, you know, lost Tony Ferguson in a great fight in Mexico City. And then um, he goes up to 170, beats Tarek Safadin. Um, who else did Rafael Dos Anjos beat? He beat Tarek Safadin. And he beat Neil Magny or something. So, eh, Tarek Safadine, not necessarily going to um, be fighting for a world title anytime soon. Neil Magny is kind of like just a, 
uh, you know, he's had some big names, you know, but he's kind of a guy that we haven't really seen put together the best of the best. You know, he's not really like a, a he, he, he has had some quality wins by all means. Like I said the other day, I'm not bashing him or anything like that. But, you know, for Rafael Dos Anjos, he is fighting a guy who has been fighting for a very long time. A guy with a ferocious pace. You know, he's like I said, he's controlled violence. Robbie Lawler is is a very hard guy to compete against. You know, we've seen Rafael dos Anjos get into some big fights. You know, big big wars. You know, um, the Tony Ferguson fight was was a great fight. You know, that was a that was a phenomenal uh, uh, that was a phenomenal victory for Tony Ferguson. But for Rafael dos Anjos, she was just outpaced, and uh, and you know, Tony Ferguson was able to to. Uh, to really wear him down and you know just destroy him, like outpace him, outstrike him, and just like overwhelm Dos Anjos. So Dos Anjos being overwhelmed, that that's basically what I'm highlighting here, basically, because Robbie Lawler is a type of guy to overwhelm people. So I'm curious to see how Rafael Dos Anjos can survive the the storm that Robbie Lawler possesses. How can Rafael Dos Anjos stay out of the way of of the chaotic storm that Robbie Lawler brings every single time. You know, this is by all means, you know, Rafael Dos Anjos is talented. You know, he's fought some really, she, he's taught, he's fought some, he's fought some talented guys. You know, Tarek Safadine, former Strike Force World Toy Champion. Neil Magny, you know, beat Kelvin Gaslam. He beat Johnny Hendricks. Uh, he beat Hector Lombard. Post he saw the Hector Lombard, like I said. But, um, he has got some quality wins, but, you know, you can't judge a man off of his victories over who who he's beaten. He's just the fact is that the UFC matched him up and he fought them and, you know, it went on from there. But uh, other than that, you know, I feel like the, the you know, Robbie Lawler's um, experience and his willingness to get better, you know, he's he's gotten better since he's been back. You know, he came back, he fought Donald Cerrone, he, he looked good against Cerrone. It was a very fun fight. I wish that fight was five rounds, but that was a great fight between Lawler and Cerrone. And, and then... Now Lawler is going to be fighting against um, Rafael dos Anjos. So I can't almost—I can't believe I almost forgot who who Robbie Lawler was fighting. Um, that shows how stoned I was. But um, that's a—that's a, definitely a good title eliminator. You know, Rafael dos Anjos wants to fight for another world title and another organization, uh, not or another organization and another weight class. I've been saying that for so long because, you know, I've been talking about like, um, I was talking about Rory McDonald the other day with the, with the belt, he's the whole Bellator thing. You know, he wants to go up to heavyweight and, and be an alternate in the heavyweight Grand Prix. That's, that's crazy. We're going to talk about that too. We'll talk about that some other day, but, um, definitely, you know, Rafael dos Santos, he, he he has a big opportunity to, to to show off what he's capable of doing, you know. Being with Jason Perillo and, and looking excellent, you know, he he's already had a combination of great skills. He's already looked fantastic when he worked with Rafael Cordero, and um, he's just going to continue to look great. But like I was like I'm saying, like I'm just curious to see if he can withstand what Robbie Lawler. Robert, Robbie Lawler could do.
Now, for Robbie Lawler, on Robbie Lawler's side, he has an opportunity as well to get a, a shot at redemption against the man, the last man to stop him, and the first man to stop him in a very long time in the form of Tyre Woodley. I'm curious to see also for Robbie Lawler. If Robbie Lawler beats him, it, that's an excellent fight to, to stylistically match up again. Robbie Lawler versus Tyron Woodley too. You know, a rematch, you know, a different Robbie Lawler. A Robbie Lawler that, um, you know, is obviously training now with, with the Henry Hoof down. I think, I forgot what what the name of the gym was called, but now he's training with a different team. He doesn't train at American Top Team anymore. Now he trains with Henry Hoof. He has Michael Johnson there with them. Uh, 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 who else is down there with them? I know Luke Rockhold's down there, and it, it's a bunch of great guys. He so he's training with some real good guys down there, and um, now you know I'm curious to see how this Robbie Lawler is gonna look against Tyron Woodley. So say Robbie Lawler beats Rafael dos Anjos, how does he look against this Tyron Woodley? It's just the fact that. Woodley was able to capitalize. You know, Woodley timed that punch so perfectly, and and you know, I feel like this Robbie Lawler would be a little bit less patient and would be in Woodley's face more. Because you know, if you look at this last Robbie Lawler's performance against Tyre Woodley, he he didn't look as he, he looked too patient. You can't be too patient against a guy like Tyre Woodley. A guy like Tyre Woodley is going to be throwing bombs at you all day, and Woodley timed that right hand so perfectly. It was perfect. You know, he he was able to time that, and ever since. Sam Woodley's been the welterweight champion. You know, a lot of people have criticized Tyron Woodley as well, but um, Ty, I think Tyron Woodley's a fantastic athlete. He's very explosive. He's very fast. You know, look at that fight with um, uh, look at the fight with uh, Carlos Conte. He he definitely showed his speed. I never knew he was that quick. And um, and the Josh Koscheck fight, the Jay Heron fight, that was an excellent fight for Tyron Woodley. And and his fight with um. His fight with Wonderboy was his first fight with Wonderboy was pretty exciting enough to warrant a second fight because it was a little bit controversial. And um, looking at that fight, those those fights were pretty good. You know, a lot of people were talking about the cardio of Tyron Woodley and how his how his muscles, um, how he's gonna fare later on in the later rounds. And he's you know, he he's he's fought Damian Maya for five rounds. He's fought Wonderboy twice. And, you know, he's gone the distance quite for quite some time. And, you know, he knocked out Robbie Lawler and become the, the world champion. So there's no doubt that Tyron Woodley doesn't have the cardio. It's just the matchups, you know, the styles make the fights. You know, obviously, you know, he, he his Damian Maia fight wasn't too, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't one of the best fights ever. But, you know, you got to give the guy props, like I said. So... How he's he, how I wonder how he um, fares against this new Robbie Lawler. Cause I I'm curious to see. I'm I really 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 intrigued by this matchup between Lawler and Dos Anjos. I want to see on both sides who has it. Now, who could be the next challenger? Because if Rafael Dos Anjos can can fight Tyron Woodley, that would be excellent too. That would be exciting. You know, that would be a little bit more exciting than Robbie Lawler. I got to be honest with you, because you know we've already seen Robbie Lawler fight Dos Anjos. Uh, Robbie Lawler fight Woodley. He got knocked out. And obviously, see Dos Anjos fight Woodley and see how much of a how much of a task and how how dangerous Dos Anjos can be towards Woodley and what Dos Anjos can do to Woodley and possibly you know put him in danger of becoming the world's weight champion. 
because two division champion for Dos Anjos, that would be pretty excellent. You know, I'm a fan of of fighters domi- dominating in one weight class and coming up or coming down and still dominating. You know, look at Frankie Edgar. He did great at 155, and, and look at him do- dominating at 145. You know, Uriah Faber did good at 145, and he went to uh, 135, and he looked good there. Demetrius Johnson won at 135, and he came back down to 125. Donald Cerrone did good one. Obviously, you continue 155, 170. Conor McGregor, 145, 155, and 170. So, um, he's done a lot. So, it you know, it should be an intriguing fight. You know, whoever wins, you know, it, it, it's this Saturday, I'm pretty sure. So, that should be an excellent fight. And um, we'll see what what's next. What was I doing earlier? Because, oh, man, you won't believe me if I told you. But I was there's this page on Facebook, right? It's called um, Cop. Let's Cops Cops. I think it's called Let's Cops Cops. Like, let's be the cops to who the cops are, because the cops don't represent who people truly think they are now, based off of all the videos and all that shit. Uh, but, um... And, um, honestly, like, um... I was watching some videos, like some there. I guess there was this video of these cops who you couldn't really clearly see it, but you could see someone recording it from a Seven Eleven gas station. Um, sorry, you never use my phone. And um, so they were tasering him, and his and his hands and his hands were behind his back. So he was he was detained. There's no damage there. So there's nothing going on. You can't you can't hurt him. There's I don't know why he was in the back of the car, but I guess he uh Oh damn, who the fuck is that? She's bad. She's pretty fucking sexy. Who the fuck is that? Huh. I don't know, but he was detained, alright? And and they tasered him to death. I didn't see that he died, but it said they tasered him to death and, and I guess the cop didn't do that. And then I watched this other video of this uh, this cop who killed some dude in the in the hallway who was begging for his life. Like he had his hands up, he was doing everything the cop was uh was was um he was doing everything that the cop was um, telling him to. He was complying and everything. And eventually, like, the cop just shot him to death with a fucking AR-15 or something. Uh, but, um... Something like that. And, um... And, fuck, you, you know, he just shot him to death. And then there was this other video. You know how all those videos surface? That little, that black kid that got killed by uh, George For- George uh, Zimmerman. And um, that, that, that lady that got famous off of killing her fucking daughter with the fucking chloroform and shit. Um, all that shit, dude. All this stuff is, is world famous because these fucking... It's corrupt. The world is corrupt. There's a lot of corrupt shit going on, like with with Hillary Clinton and and, and Trump and all that. There's a bunch of shit. We're in a cesspool of different shit. It's 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 un it's unimaginable the kind of shit that goes on around the world. It's fucking insane that we live in a place like this where people want to nuke each other and, and do all this bunch of different stuff. Like it's 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 insanity for me to think about it. But uh, it's fucking, it's, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> I didn't know. I was trying to text message while uh, while I was trying to think of something to say. But that's fucking crazy, though. Um, so it, 
And then, uh, oh yeah, so to continue on, there, I think the kids that the cops were 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 um, being very 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 physically aggressive towards in the in the in the um Seven Eleven store. I think it was Seven Eleven. I don't know. It was just a fucking gas station. But um, I guess the kids were gay. So you know, the cops were harassing kids that were gay. What you know? Look at the society we live in. ISIS um, sends shooters to people, kill people in gay nightclubs. Um, Harming innocent civilians. Obviously, the cops are harming some kids just because they're because of a, of their their sexual preference. It, 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 it sounds terrible. I know. You know, this guy killing people. You know, and and, and I guess this this uh, Navy SEAL guy or or some dude, some dude that was in the army. I guess told them where the guy was shooting from, and it took a cop, a cops an hour to get in the guy's room. An hour to get in the guy's room. And he showed him the second I threw his firing. So, how fucking horrible does that sound? But yeah, it's fucking crazy how those cops just mess with the kids because they're gay. You know, I have nothing against gay people. Gay people are fun. I have a bunch of gay friends too. And, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm 100% supportive of all that. But, you know, they're just harassing the kids because they're gay. These people go and shoot nightclubs because they're gay. Because the people are gay. They're just having a good time. And, um,. The fucking Boston one, people are just normally running and people want to throw bombs. It's all connected. You guys don't see that. It's all connected. All these people are going to enjoy their life. No, we're not going to let you enjoy it. We're not going to let you simply do all these things. You're going to die because of it. That's basically how they're thinking. We're going to willing to kill ourselves and kill you guys too just because you're enjoying your life. That's basically like what they're saying. It's like, you know, you, you, you can't enjoy life. Or you want to go to a concert and you want to get, you get shot at or blown up or killed. So it's like you, you, you enjoy yourself or you're going to get killed. They don't like to stand up to people that want to shoot them back. They're just a sign of terror. They're just trying to make people terrified. They have no real plan. There's, there's nothing that they're planning on doing. They only plan on sabotaging people. And it's all a plot. It's just a bunch of corruption that goes all around this whole entire United States of America. I promise it. I believe it. That's for damn sure. But um, we're not going to get too much into politics on there. I was just saying, like, you know, that whole thing with the cops. And, you know, cops are supposed to represent, you know, they're supposed to protect us. They're supposed to be soldiers of the of the, of the the people here. And, um... Yeah, they're the, th they're the thing people fear the most because of uh, the way that they, they act towards particular nationalities and, and, and the way that they abuse the, the power that's given to them as being ones to protect humans, you know, just normal people in the cities, you know, just, just normal civilians and all that, and yet they're pressing their power. And, and, and there's a lot of extreme, like, you know, racism going on and a bunch of just different bullshit that goes on so it's it's pretty insane though you know i don't i don't listen i don't really you know i follow it but i don't let it affect my own life like you know i know what i stand for i know what i do normally in life so i i just normally like go on with my own life i just i just sometimes don't talk about all these things i just thought it was it would be necessary you know eh you know, sometimes shit happens. Sometimes you know, it, it's it's the real it's the real deal. You know, what's what really happens around the world. So, uh, you know, in different states and stuff. So, you know, why hide from it? It's just the truth. You know. But there's 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 times 
to talk about things. There's time for these times for these things. <clears throat> Let me see. I heard Steve Miocic is on the um, Joe Rogan show. Well, you know, I gotta hear that one. Oh, fuck. That's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a great, great, great fucking podcast. I can't wait to listen to that one. But, um, yeah, it's just basically like. It's a crazy world we live in, and it's like we just got to make the best of what we can do with what we could control. You know, we can't let these political beliefs or or what's going on around the world affect our personal lives. You know, we can have our opinions, but don't blow it out of the fucking water or anything like that. It's unfortunate, you know, what happens has happened, you know, with with everything that happens, you know, bullshit situations like the Keaton Jones one from... From that one to the little girl that got famous off that, you know, that's all that's a, a bunch of shit that's going to happen. And, and and we can't really do anything about it, but it's just just the fact that it happens. There's no way that you can, you can um, you know, stop it from happening. You know, there's nothing we can do that can stop stop those things from happening. You know, we can talk about it. We can debate about it. We can do any of that, and, and, and it's not going to change anything. Most definitely, it's not. Just really not. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that, that, that's all I wanted to talk about on today's episode of the... I, I said... I, originally, I said the G Meeker MMA show, episode uh, 131, but that's for next week. That was, this was like a segments thing. I just wanted to let you guys know what happened, and I, I just ended up starting talking about it. So I enjoyed it, you know, like I said... um glad we got back on air and we're able to do this easier now so we'll definitely continue to be podcasting um do do the podcast every single fucking week and do it like twice you know one with the episode of segments and one with the actual episode every single week like i said we're gonna recap um we're gonna recap uh ufc winnipeg and we can't wait you know there's a lot and uh, you guys know where to find me at gmeeker underscore MMA on Instagram on at gmeeker MMA on Twitter, Facebook.com slash gaby maybe one, two, three, Facebook.com slash Gabriel the Key Hernandez. And um, next week we'll be back and we'll recap that stuff and any other stuff that comes along in the next few days, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you all. G Meeker MMA out, baby.